0: on everybody as always welcome to another episode of 302 birds hard to believe i am joined by jackson and tommy right now we got the rest of the squad coming through jam-packed show for you tonight and uh it's been a pretty long day right jack why don't you tell everybody what uh we were blessed to do earlier and and who's gonna be popping on later
1: yeah we
2: were blessed to get a back tour of uh. I was going on tonight, Uncle Tony, appreciate that. Um, we got a uh, friend made, Gina you know, steak, and we got it in the air to make the steaks. And it was pretty, uh, pretty cool. We learned a lot of history. Saw a lot of photos of, you know, letters that popped in there. So it was a nice, uh, nice little treat to have, for sure, after going to
0: work. No, it was really cool to just see the history of the place and everything that I had to offer. Um, all in all, pretty cool. But with that being said, Jack, we will kick off the show as we always do with your call ins, and I will hit that for you. And I will be right back once I get everything set up on TikTok.
2: What do I want when I'm in the state of Delaware? Of course, El Diablo Burritos. Customer service always is serving your food with a smile on their face, asking how your day is. Their food is phenomenal as well. Their burritos are out of this world, one of the best burritos in town. Their queso is phenomenal. Their- Burrito bowls are amazing as well. When you're in and around Delaware, stop by your local El Diablo burritos and tell them that 302 Birds sent you. God bless your birds. Again, thank you 302. Thank you, El Diablo Burritos for our sponsor. Tonight we got Kyle. Cole. Cole, how are you doing tonight? Doing good. I'm doing good. How are you guys? Fabulous. Fantastic, fantastic. What do you got?
1: What feels us? Any questions? any concerns um no honestly I just want to know what people's opinions are on you know the Chauncey Garner Johnson thing yeah um I think I mean
2: I didn't know that we offered him a lot more money than he got uh from the Lions uh but I think it's just kind of a slap in our face that um he did that to us and decided to get the Lions I mean granted we got greedy Johnson um, uh, where we sat in that position, but the fact that he like said he wanted to be in Philly the, the rest, of his, rest of his career, midseason last season, then all of a sudden just slaps in the face. So, yeah. Fuck you guys. You know, you gave me $12 million, but I'm going to take eight, 8 million, like kind
3: of pisses me off. Knock off. Jack you know in mean? the perfect glass. I th- think you were too easy little bitch, for what he did. Let's just, let's just call, let's call a spade a spade. He went out. He took the money. He he was a sellout. Thought he was worth more than he actually was. Was pissed that the Eagles didn't give him um, Jalen Hurts what money or whatever money Jalen Hurts is going to get. Jalen Hurts is going to get a get get a nice Brinks Brinks truck rolling up to his house. Um, but that's what he wanted. He made a deal that was over for years, just like the z screwed over the years. And us to just down on the street, like the disrespect. It sounds like he's got a bad attitude, Problem to his team. Why did this give him away essentially for nothing, even though he's this player? Now we're letting him go. Really, big contract. He's a, mature, but he's a great club, but it looks like he's going to destroy the locker room wherever he goes.
1: Yeah, no, I
4: I completely agree. At first, I kind of was indifferent about it. I mean, I thought people were maybe overreacting a bit. But the more and more that comes out, the more and more I think he's being an asshole. So
2: I agree.
0: I mean... Unrelated. Are you guys talking about EJ, GJ? I just got back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Cole put it best. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. But the more that comes out, the more I just think he's being immature. Maybe like an asshole. Like, just stupid about it. He should have been on Twitter. Know. Like
4: overall, if he just wanted to go to Detroit and thought that was best for his career, I have no problem with that. Like I, I always look at is you never owe anything to the franchise you play for. You're an employee there. You never owe anything to your employer, other than working hard when you're on the clock when you're get under contract. He wasn't under contract. So like if he wanted to go play for the Lions, that's fine. But the more and more that comes out, the more and more
0: I tend to agree that he's being an asshole. I think it's just the way that he's going about it. You're right. Like. He said, I had to do what was best for my family in his press conference. And it was like, okay, he addressed it. You know what I mean? Like, it seemed like it was over. And then, you know, like, it's like, okay, it's done. And then he's like on his Twitter today and he's out here like, or yesterday or whatever. And he's like, he's like, funny how Philly fans like switch up. And it's like, dude, like you were just here and it was just all love. Like, don't, don't ruin that because who's not to say that you and I, Hey, I'm not saying that the Detroit Lions are a good team. I'm not saying that they're a bad team. But what if they have a shitty season next year and then he just comes back the following season? Like, don't fucking make it awkward, please. Like, keep good relationship. Don't burn any bridges. Like, be smart because, like, I don't think anybody really had a a problem with him doing what was right for his family, like you said, Cole. But just when you're on Twitter and being petty and immature about it, just looking for shit, it's just stupid. Yeah, no, I I completely agree with you. Yeah. Um... But, yeah, I mean, do you have anything else that you want to say, Cole, before we move on, um, or anything else you want to uh, add to it? No, no, that's it. Cool. Tell everybody also as well where they can find you and follow you on for TikTok. Sure. Let the people know. Oh, yeah, follow me.
4: Cole, uh, just let me have cole.top on any social media. I'll pop up. Make sure you follow. Thank you. Thank you for having yeah, me
3: Yeah, thank on. you,
0: man. Appreciate you. Have yes, a good that's night. That's nice Aldi Thanks, swag.
1: Yeah, I got all three of them. I got all
0: three of the Windbreakers they released. <laughs> I love them. Thank you, man. Have a good <laughs> night. Perfect. All right. Well, that kind of wraps that up for our our initial call-ins. I guess that, you know, it's that time of the night, and it's hard to believe. Tom, you think I'm going to screw it up tonight? I'm going to try clicking on the left side of the match. Ready? Time for Philly's talk with Bob I didn't even click it. So unless JJ's literally backstage infiltrating the show and he's been doing it this time, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. But we got a special couple of guests. I want to introduce Kadaha. And you guys also know Casey joining us again on the show. How are we doing tonight? Great. Go Phil. Good.
1: Good, good. I'm excited for the season coming up.
0: There we go. Tommy, take it away. World Baseball Classic,
3: Tom, we losing it. Are you pissed? I was pissed. Because everyone but Philadelphia is shit. forgot to show up last night. Philadelphia's the only one that showed up. Trey Turner showed up the whole damn time. Mets, they fucked it up. Pete Alonso went two for 13 this whole series. Two for 13. I could go two for 13 by accident. (laughs) So
0: you're just really not about New York, their fan base, their people, anything like
3: that? Jeff McNeil committed an error anytime a simple ground ball was thrown his way. He spiked one into the dirt, a basic ground ball was hit his way to Paul Goldschmidt, and then he forgot how what a pop-up was. The oh real God.
5: assholes of this tournament was the Team USA guys who wouldn't
3: pitch. Well, yeah, those guys are. Like, Wheeler should have been
5: in there. Knowles should have been there. Verlander should have been there. Like, there's so many USA pitchers that should have pitched and really they wound up coming up small because they had to throw merrill kelly out there merrill kelly should never be representing team usa he's a fine I don't know who merrill kelly is practically we
3: with don't
1: we don't them. know if that's on them though we don't know if that's our system Some it, it is the guys i mean the, there's a lot of franchises that are going to tell him not to uh and then back to tom's point you got pete Alonso with an ops below most of the on-base percentages absolutely atrocious all the phillies guys are at least above a thousand i mean Schwarber didn't even play all that well in my opinion he still had above a thousand ops um but look as a usa baseball fan the world baseball classic losing absolutely sucks but as a baseball fan in general i absolutely loved it i mean how much yeah, more can great. you ask for bottom of the ninth or top of ninth camera or what but mike trout the greatest american player might be the greatest player ever And then you have the reincarnate of Babe Ruth. I mean, a guy that's throwing 102. I mean, his slider on that last pitch of the game was absolutely disgusting. I'm sorry, it looked like a Frisbee. That was – after seeing 102, I don't blame Trout. I mean, that's almost impossible. So – and both competitors, Trout battled the whole bat 3-2. Look, you just got to tip your cap, and that – That's a historic moment right there. That's stuff that we're going to be able to tell our kids that we got to see. Like, look, does it suck Suck as a USA fan? Absolutely. I wanted to win more than anybody, and I'm sure those guys did too. But as a baseball fan, that was a historic crowning moment right right there. That was
3: amazing. Because it wasn't just an American stage. It was a world stage. And Casey, when you look at it too, so if you look at – the numbers haven't come out for the – uh semi-final games and the championship round for total viewers but just if you look at italy versus japan they had over 62 million viewers over like over um i think they said like over 50 or 60 percent of japanese ha- households were watching the world baseball classic they were watching that game so while the u.s market might be like ah this is just glorified spring training to the rest of the world, this was a meaningful game. This was like the World Series on steroids to them. This was the FIFA World Cup, but for baseball. Like literally, Tom was- couldn't say it better.
1: Literally, couldn't say it better. Like as Americans,
3: we don't think of it
1: like that because we just think, "Oh, baseball, it's only big here." Like MLB is the biggest. If you don't make the MLB, like you're nothing. No, that's not true. Japan's league's legit. They like most legit. Americans don't realize yeah. that they're legit people Japanese players they stay over there. They choose to stay over there. A lot of them could come over here but they choose to stay because it is legit. I mean, shoot, they have 10,000 people for their high school games. Yeah. Like it's it's insane. And even in the KBO, the Dominicans are starting to get some good leagues. Like everything is picking up and it is just amazing to see as a baseball fan. Before yeah, that- my
3: life's over, I want to go to a, a game in the Dominican Republic. Those games look awesome. I would love to see Dominican Republic Salucci.
5: <laughs> Take my money. That, that Roki Saki guy from from uh from from Japan's just absolutely nasty at twenty-one. Oh, years. absolutely. Throw 102. That's just oh my. Isn't he only I, 19 too or something? like that? 20, He's 20, and
1: you awesome. also. He's yeah, 20 or 21, look at all, did you hear about the Cuban defector? Look what the world baseball class they just did for that kid, the exposure. He defected from Cuba, stayed in Miami and was signed by an MLB squad. Absolutely, I mean, it it changed that kid's life. Great for that guy. Yeah, so, I mean, this is, it's bigger than baseball. Like Japan, it was 8.30 in the morning in the start of their game over there. It was definitely a national holiday. And you yeah. know for a fact they partied that whole day after they won because I think the game probably finished at like eleven or twelve over there. That was as big as for them as the
5: Super Bowl is for us. Absolutely, yeah.
1: Might even be bigger, dude. They had ninety-seven million
0: people yeah. watching.
1: It was like ninety-two percent of level that's like TVs like, were watching.
0: That's exactly. Crazy. I don't even know if we can compare it to anything. Is what I'm trying to think. Like I can't even think of anything generally. Like maybe it's like winning the World Cup um like, in Brazil because like i guess what's Japan's couple of main sports i would assume baseball's in baseball. the top 3 right it, it's, it, number, yeah. one?
1: it's baseball. number 1 baseball Baseball's is number 1 baseball wow um, there you well,
0: go
3: so yeah this is like winning the world well, cup in Brazil let me put it to you this way we talk about how baseball's a dying sport in the US baseball's one of the fastest growing sports around the world though so it's in the lens of a US person yeah uh baseball might seem like it's going downhill it's not going downhill globally hey let me put you this way for the japan for the japanese korean game even this year they got more viewers than than both the super bowl and nba finals combined
1: like as Americans, we're so funneled into the belief that we're the biggest, we're the mecca. Don't get me wrong, I love USA and our military absolutely is, but as a country, we are not. And like we don't grasp that like difference in sports. Yeah. We think America is the mecca of all sports, like the top tier. And don't get me wrong, a lot of it is, absolutely. But other other countries are starting to catch back up.
0: What do you guys think about Mike Trout's comment saying that this is the most fun he's ever had? Do you kind of feel bad for him? Like
3: I don't I do. think he meant it in the sense as a diss to the Angels. I think what I he I don't meant think so either. I, I think, think it's like more of like
0: a you think about it though,
3: indirectly. Like you can't help it. Like he said it, Trey Turner said it. Pretty much everyone said it. They had a blast playing baseball. Because why? they could just play a kids game. It wasn't about the dollars. It wasn't about oh, what cause am I supporting tonight? What am I how do I have to hold myself this way? How do I have to hold myself that way? They could play with the greatest players in the world and just have fun for once. It wasn't about the money. It wasn't about uh, a cause. It wasn't about uh, doing something political. Oh, uh, it was just literally going out playing baseball uh, with 20 of your 20 of your best friends
1: and literally it wasn't about like you said tell me it wasn't about the money it wasn't about the franchise your job or anything it was about playing for your country and having fun and representing them and I, i mean i thought they all did great i mean they i mean look we all wanted to win don't get me wrong but they represented our country amazing like i mean what else more can you ask for absolutely
5: I just wish more people will do it for USA next year or next next time they play. Twenty twenty
0: six,
5: yeah, twenty twenty six.
0: Got a couple years. Yeah. It's every three years. Yeah,
3: I think it's every four, but because of COVID, out, COVID's yeah. kind of screwed everything up. Yeah,
1: yeah. Jack I mean, will have likewise. three kids by then. Won't be able to be in there. <laughs> Papa D. Yeah,
0: he doesn't find that funny, Casey. Look at his face.
1: Nah, it's all right. He didn't want to go out the other weekend because he wanted to stay home. Oh, I don't know if my girlfriend would look that. Oh. Look at him.
3: I think he's getting pretty red. I think he's getting rarer than Carter's (laughs) hat. Or
5: sexy, whatever it is. (laughs) But,
3: I mean, as far as the World Baseball Classic goes, that pretty much
0: wraps up that. Now, moving on, talking about the fight-ins, moving on from spring training, looking, I mean – somewhat decent i mean when i looked at their record last week they were pretty much even have they done any better i haven't kept up with them since
1: no no, yeah i i think they lost today but i'm not worried about that i the spring training record does not mean much it really does not it's more about getting your guys in tuned and getting guys healthy i mean shoot we just got that news from dombrowski that harper might be back earlier than expected like that's exciting i don't think he would tell us that if he wasn't really expecting him to be back earlier than he thought um, I mean, the painter injury hurts. Uh, I look. Hopefully, he comes back and just gets back into the group of things, and he's fine. But at the same time, that just means that Falter and maybe, maybe even Appel got to step up. Apel got cut.
3: Yeah, Pell got cut.
1: Oh, did he? Was that today?
3: That was like uh, three days it, ago.
5: Oh shit! Yeah, there was another p- Phillies pitcher who got hurt. Yes, yeah, Suarez is out for a while. Yeah, I saw that too. So they're gonna have a fourth and fifth starter that sucks.
1: Well, does that just mean Abel gets pulled up quicker? Maybe,
5: hopefully, I think Abel should probably be further along than Painter is um, because he's older. But we'll see.
3: Painter's just a prodigy, though. Yeah, yeah. It's hard
5: to. Abel's up there too. If you watch Abel pitch, he's oh,
3: I'm not doubting Abel. I'm just saying. Painter's just so far along because he's a prodigy.
1: Abel reminds old. me of a righty Cole Hamill's. It's weird. I don't know why.
6: He
5: throws harder than he ever did.
1: Yeah. Uh, Cole Hamill's used to sit up 94.95. Painter's at 98.99, though. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but the 98.99 nowadays is the 94.95 back That's in true. the
5: early 2000s. He reminds me of DeGrom. Yeah. Yeah,
3: he does.
0: You going to opening day tom uh thursday april 6th opening day at the phil's citizens bank park you going
3: no i have work they don't they don't allow me to have joy or freedom we're accounting's a very communist type job (laughs)
0: We're getting you out, Tom. You're coming
3: with us. We're kidnapping
0: you. I'm getting you sick. I'm going to go cough all over your pillow. I'm just kidding. Opening day, though. This place, I mean, all season you will obviously go to a game at some point. I mean, this freaking place is going to be absolutely electric all season. I saw the Phillies also trademarked uh, Bedlam at the Bank, was it, today? Bedlam,
3: Bedlam at the bank. That that is a basic English word. Bedlam at <laughs> the bank. What does it
0: mean? I, I didn't pass vocabulary or anything. Oh
3: Scott my god, people. you didn't pass the second grade. I can tell. Bedlam. Oh god, what does god. it mean? It's What's in my vocab right yes. now? Oh. Say that again, Dutch. What does it mean? I'm fucking at a standstill over <laughs> like, here. I don't know. What pandemonium. Means. Like the place is going nuts. It usually has to do with like like when he. He looked down upon that crowd he just saw waves of people Oh, well, just going nuts
1: kids getting tossed in the air beers flying it
3: was absolute bedlam. madness was bedlam. yes bedlam you know i've never yeah. heard that term before ever i, didn't I
1: feel so either. <laughs> that still gives me chills to watch that video by the way
0: the fact won. he hit that home Going to happen again this year. Look. Beehaw.
1: Look, as much as Philly sports it sucks that we've lost multiple yeah. championships this year. How many cities can even say they've been to a championship in the last decade? Yeah.
7: Yeah.
1: Look, in, look, it, it's painful, sports. but we also have an NFC championship, a National League championship. Could we get a nice little Eastern Conference Finals trophy as well? I mean, lose that. Look, it's better than being last. It is better than being last.
3: Second place is just the first losers.
5: Okay, JJ. Would
1: Would you rather be complaining about being in second or would you rather be complaining about being second to last?
3: Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's a good problem to have, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah. Beggars cannot be choosers.
3: You're right. I hate that you're right, but you're right.
1: <laughs> I mean, look at the flyers right now. That's just pain.
3: That is just pain. I can't give away tickets. I Somebody gave me a three-pack for Christmas of tickets. I couldn't give them away. Oh,
1: God, not this Cabrini guy. Hey!
3: You
8: got against Cabrini, man. What's What the heck? Cabrini's awful. It is. It is yeah, there's some parts. Yes. I, some I'm parts.
3: hearing rumors they might get bought
8: yeah there's always rumors about that
3: yeah but i i hear villanova's doing a serious dig now
8: wow that'd be crazy
1: that's all i gotta say about cabrini
8: okay can we talk no, about that no, okay. no, no, no. oh wait did you go cabrini. wait did you go no I to oh, we'll about. About. oh okay we whooped right. them, that's, them. that's why he's hitting on them okay whooped Mary them mouth. Oh, God. That's my
1: championship ring. And Alec- we knocked Cabrini out by beating them like 12 to 2.
8: Whatever. <laughs>
1: can we talk
5: about how Alec Bohm is just all of a sudden Jason Worth reincarnated? Yeah, I know, right? Dude, he player. looks
1: so beefy.
5: Oh, my. I'm, I'm so excited. I think he can hit 30 home runs. I legitimately think he's able to hit 30 home runs and bat 300. Another yeah.
1: guy in this lineup can do that. It's, it's who, insane. It, who would have thought? I it, I would not have thought that he would have the potential to be a 25 to 30 home run guy, but I'm right there with you. I think he can be, I think he's got that talent and that,
3: I mean, dude, he looks the part this spring when I mean, he
1: looks huge.
3: He's jacked, Yeah. Absolutely jacked. He, so. He's easily the most improved player ever or not ever, but like on the, this current Philly squad compared comparatively to the last like two, three years. From, from where he started when he came up to how hard he's worked even just last year after he had that three hour game and he said i f and hate this place he he completely turned himself around he put in the work or he's been dedicated to this team and he's somehow he literally went from people trying to drive him out of town to a fan favorite
1: he turned Blake. into a man that's that lagger right now too he yeah. turned into a man that day because he owned up to his his crap became a man and literally went to work and that's literally as philly fans that's literally
0: all we asked for yeah this yeah. whole fucking city's behind him like the next day it was awesome when he got the standing ovation nebraska boy he's yeah, fitting in doing. now he's philly philly Dude, now. That's smile awful. on
1: his face and he was like all right i'm ready to like, lock in yeah Love, love. how can you not, like, tear up at baseball sometimes, you know? Dwight's the now, greatest like the sport Series,
0: of the world. In all seriousness, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but just the atmosphere and seeing the whole city of Philadelphia together, I did tear up. That was, like, fucking nuts. Like, I, I remember just feeling that emotion of, like, all those flags, like, and I was just like, holy shit, this whole fucking city, no matter who you are, is, like, together ready to fucking kick ass. And that's, like, the beauty in Philly fans that I think, like, I think we grow on on players. Um, I think not a lot of people talk on that. I think we definitely grow on players, and, and once they leave, like even you see CJ GJ, like yeah, he's doing all his like shit with the tweets. I don't think he's got any bad bu- blood with the fans, though. You know what I mean? I like, like he's still got a couple. Up. He's got bad blood, maybe with the organization, but maybe his agent does. I don't know.
1: look. I, I have no bad blood with him. Look, he tried to get more money. He accepted the deal with the Lions. The Eagles had a chance to claim that deal. They had a chance, and they said no. I mean, that's business. Howie Roseman said that's business. We don't want to pay the 8000000 million. We're going to look to put that into other assets. And I mean, that happens. It, look, we got a great year out of him. We gave up, what was a third-round pick?
5: Yeah. Fourth and fifth, I think.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, Speed we got it. what we needed out of it. And we got a first out that. of it. Yeah. I mean, you got to think of the return we got out of it. I mean… You can't ask for much more.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's pretty much all we got for the Phillies, guys. Casey and Cotta, I want to thank both you guys for jumping on. You're always welcome to jump on and talk Phillies with us, especially as we get into the midst of the season as we approach April quickly. But seriously, thank you both. Thank you, guys.
8: No Go
1: problem, forward. KJ. I hope Cabrini loses to Marymount every time.
8: Okay, Casey. I'll make sure to be listening to stream when you do. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. I'll see you at uh I'll see you bus boy at uh Casey's uh restaurant, all right.
1: I wish I had a restaurant. No,
8: Casey's <laughs> re- you know the restaurant, the restaurant Casey's or whatever. Tommy knows that place. I know Casey's. Yeah,
0: see? thank you, Casey. We appreciate it. Yeah, we'll see. You, Casey. Um, anyways, Casey, you're PJ, well, you're, well you're talking about what's up? We are sitting here talking about restaurants. You got me thinking. I even brought you a guest, handsome. Oh yeah, hey. um, he's getting all excited. You haven't met what? Philly Brandon yet, KJ. Hey Brandon, him. how you
8: doing? Oh, yeah. yeah, what's up,
4: boys? Brandon Ferrell, me on finally. It's been too, it's been too long in the making.
0: Yeah, we're happy to have you here, man. How you doing? Our uh, our Sixers expert KJ is very excited to talk some ball with you, and yeah, sure, maybe man. why these Sixers might have a good shot in these playoffs. We'll give it to our guest first. I mean, what are you thinking, Bray? You think they got a good shot looking at some of these potential opponents?
4: Yeah, I mean, I just got off a podcast doing this for about an hour, so I got plenty of thoughts ready. Um, but, yeah, I think this is this is the year, in my opinion, if it's going to happen, and I'm, for a couple of reasons. For one, it needs to be. Um, you know, me and KJ have never got to talk Sixers before, so I'm interested to see your yep. thoughts on this. But yep. I don't know how many more years Joel Embiid – can have generational years at center and knock him out of here at the ring. So I worry about losing him if we don't win a ring this year. I worry about losing Harden if we don't win a ring this year. But what's good about it is there's nobody in the West that I'm afraid of. Um, The East, Boston, Milwaukee, we know, we get it, whatever. But if we can get through the East, dude, the West is nothing. Like, feed me Jokic, feed me Memphis. I think Embiid would absolutely clown Jokic on the biggest stage. I don't think they have anybody on Denver that can deal with Tyrese Maxey, so give me them. We just got to get out of the East. And other than Milwaukee and Boston, um, Cleveland doesn't worry me. I've seen it beat up on the heat. Toronto doesn't worry me as much. So just, you know, avoid that. We don't have Ben Simmons this year, which is huge. Just avoid that letdown mm-hmm. series. Just, yeah. you know, stay hot in the second round and be keep averaging 34 a game. And I think we're going to be all right, boys.
8: You know, I agree. Um, I, I'm actually starting to get more of a positive outlook on the Sixers. Um, I think, honestly, yeah, those matchups, I, I do think Boston and Milwaukee are the two teams that can give us a run for our money. Um, yeah, I'm not so concerned about the Nets. I mean, they've just fallen apart. I mean, they, they need to move back in New Jersey anyway. So, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. But, um, but yeah, honestly, the team's looking better. I mean, right now they're beating the Bulls pretty good. And I mean, we know, Brandon, you know well, too, um, sometimes we can have a huge lead and then Doc can be Doc. And uh, then I got to
4: say, though, Kate, I we mean, at least for me, I don't think Doc has been docking as much lately. Yeah. Like, how do you, what do you think?
8: I think he's been better. He's been better. Um, I think he's been a little better. And hopefully he can actually keep up the consistency and, uh, yeah, not be like how he used to be. So, I mean, right now they're kicking butt. They're kicking the Bulls 84 to 54. I mean, and the Bulls are, at, I think they're at home. I'm pretty sure they're in Chicago. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a butt whooping for sure. So, but yeah, I, I agree with the whole Embiid points. Um, Yeah, because we could eventually lose him. And I mean, this is a make it or break it season because I think if you don't really make it, then you gotta, you gotta honestly just like start this thing all over again, which, which would suck. But I mean, it's just like, yeah, you got the team, you got the bench. I feel like the bench is starting to come together. I really do. I think McDaniels is doing better um I think I think like house can be like a guy as well uh, but then also like yeah I mean I think Maxi's okay to come off the bench I mean I, I hate to see it at the same time but I think you know what I feel like he takes it as like all right a challenge you know what I'll go score 20 plus points off the bench which is pretty impressive Thank you. for I mean that, that's
4: not the way that experiment went when it happened
8: yeah it wasn't at all at first it was not um, but yeah, I mean, that's how it's working now. So, I mean, you know what, if, if they're going to do that, then you know what, I, I, I like the Anthony Melton. I think he's a great player and he was a great addition. I think he was a total steal for the Sixers. So, but yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. They just need to, um, they need, they, they need to play like this when it comes to, um, when it comes to like the, uh, Eastern final, Eastern conference finals. I think hopefully when we get there, they need to keep it up.
4: I'm a fan of the podcast from afar and KJ. I've heard great things from Dalt. I appreciate it. I think him. if we go into the playoffs and they go back to Maxi on the bench, I will proper lose my shit. Um, you know, this guy, this is a guy that's averaging 20 a game. And the only reason his average is as low as 20. He was averaging 20, I think it was 24, moving to the bench, didn't work. He's gotten hot again starting, but that there's – He's, he's a starter. That's it. I don't yeah, care just, about the defense. Yeah. No one else cares about defense anymore. We have the best defensive center in basketball. I don't care about the wing defense. I need Tyrese Max in the starting lineup 100 times yeah. out of 100.
8: Do you know if they started him I mean, today? Like I, said, I, I, right, didn't, I didn't if they, I think. Did they, did they've they been
4: playing around with the starting lineup a little bit late. Like, I know Daniel yeah. House got the start yep. the other day. Yeah,
8: that's why um, I noticed House was starting.
4: So I'd have to to check Doc's starting lineup for today. I've been on podcast through the whole game, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. But he has been starting down the stretch uh, because he just couldn't get it going off the bench. Um, I don't know. I was hoping he was going to. I wanted him to be like Lou Will in a sense, but not every guy is built like that.
8: Right, right.
2: Hey, all I've got to say is, like I said last episode, I'm saying this is the most confidence I've felt in the Sixers uh, at this time um in a long time. And I don't want to be upset when it comes, you know, round 2 if we make it through. I think this team has what it takes to make it to the finals. Um and like like our our boy uh what's his face? Uh said last week, um we're going to win this the NBA finals this year without a doubt in my mind. We're going to sh- make make a showing. The team's playing really well. They're on a hot streak right now. Even though they lost what the last game, but this is the most confidence I've had in the Sixers in quite some time. So I, I think we can manage to, uh, to make it past second round and make it to the finals.
4: So what, Jack, what makes you extra confident this year?
2: It just seems like that James Harden's playing a lot better than he has in the past. And it just seems like the team's gelling very well together. Um, and we have a good rotation now um, for bench players and starting players. And it just seems like everything's flowing very well together. I think you, I agree
4: with all of your points. You could have stopped after James Harden, and you also would have been. <laughs> uh, that, he's been a revelation. He's been the James oh, Harden that Brooklyn didn't get and that we didn't get. Um, right. he's, I mean, he's been probably last year in Houston, James Harden. He's been everything. I don't think he gets enough credit. And, and Embiid's been so good that he overshadows him, and I love Joel Embiid t- to death more than my future kids. I'm sure. <laughs> James Harden's been the reason we're as good as we
2: are. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. I agree. And it seems like he's been playing. Like I said, you think he's been playing a lot better this season than last season with the Sixers?
8: Oh, absolutely. He's a oh, different yeah. guy. He's playing much more consistent. I think. I think also with the um, he's way yes. more used to the team, and I think where people i was like last year people were saying oh we're going to championship i was a little like okay i would kind of chill because harden just got traded to us uh it's not gonna be an overnight uh kind of thing with harden because he is older but yeah you know what i think he's starting to gel with this team and as as um as you were just saying too i think um with Embiid, yeah i think Embiid is is looking like Embiid I mean he's looking insane he probably should win the MVP but we know how that freaking voting works and that crap but um but yeah no I mean they just need to keep it up so we'll see what happens
4: he's been getting more love he's now yeah. the um he's now the odds-on betting favorite for the MVP and yeah. a homie Tim Legler just went on uh JJ's podcast and endorsed him for MVP so the movement's that's starting awesome. to spread
8: that's awesome in my opinion, I don't opinion, know how you
4: guys usually run this thing, but I'm getting a comment on the screen about uh, PJ Tucker. I just want to address real quick. Yeah. If you're a casual fan, everybody hates PJ Tucker, and I get it. If you watch three, four, five, you know, games a year, if you're if you watch this team years prior and then watch this team this year, PJ Tucker's made a huge difference. Uh, we're getting those second chance points. We're getting 50-50 balls. He's clamping up, you know, second and third top scorers on other teams. So he could never score all season if he gets me offensive rebounds and he gets me 50 50 balls me and pj tucker are just fine
8: yeah i agree i agree with pj i mean people think pj tucker is going to be like this guy who's going to like they're expecting him to be like this high scoring kind of guy but he's just he never has been that kind of guy even when he played for the suns or i mean when he played for the heat as well i mean he was always just a guy who could get some corner threes get you some rebounds um play some hard nose defense so I mean that's what we need. And I mean, as Brandon was just saying, that's honestly what we need from uh need from PJ Tucker.
4: Yeah, the guy gets two the guy takes two shots per game. Like what are we yeah. expecting out of him yeah. for real?
8: Yep.
0: I think at the end of the day for the Philadelphia 76ers too. I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'm the one that's not confident in the team this year. You may look amazing throughout the regular season. I'm not convinced until I see the Sixers make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. They haven't even done that yet. You know, like that shot with Kawhi, of course, a couple of years ago, could have went either way, but I just want to double down before we wrap up with this segment on Brandon's take, because it's true. His original take that this is Embiid's year. He makes a really good point. Center's not an easy position to play in the NBA. And Bede is performing at an insane level right now. Like, just absolutely insane stats. Things that players haven't done, centers haven't done in 20 years since Shaquille O'Neal. So, how long, you know, will that last for? That's a real question. So, you know, we just got to keep, you know, at the end of the day, put on the gas pedal. But I'm not convinced until we make it out for the Sixers. I don't know. I just, like, I've been let down too much by this team. Um, So, it's just so much that I don't want to put my emotions into it. And then get let down, like you guys all remember that Kawhi shot. How that felt? Yep. Awful. Awesome.
8: Stop yeah, reminding I mean, us, don't stop reminding us. You're giving yeah, me nightmares. Sorry, but, all right, I'll stop on. reminding you're me you. Nightmares, me, that's all, man. Jesus.
0: <laughs> that's all we got for the Sixers, but I do want to thank our guest, Philly Brandon, for coming on. Brandon, yeah, tell everybody where they on, can Brandon. find your podcast at, uh, as uh, as well.
4: Yeah, no, thanks for having me on, guys. Um, you can see me and my uh, co-host Spence. We're at Two Hours No Traffic live every Wednesday. Right before you guys go on the air. So if you want to do two straight hours of Philadelphia, New York, and then back to Philadelphia sports, check out two hours, no traffic, 830 on Wednesdays, and then pop over 302 birds for the nightcap. Thanks again, gents.
8: Sounds good. That sounds like a new of traffic? New
0: York fans backstage. Yeah. Do you help out yeah, with
8: traffic, yeah. um, like some traffic advice? I need some traffic advice sometimes.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Philly <laughs> yeah, Brandon. Yeah. I'm just kidding we're just playing all right cool yeah. perfect um so yeah that's all we got as far as the sixers goes tommy's headed out we'll get into the eagles now turn it off the twitter cj gj i don't know like what you're doing bringing on ash and sean now on the show welcome guys but i mean just being an absolute baby about it there's no other way to put it i love you as a player i love what you do i love what you bring to the city you were built for this city baby i said it all year and it just feels like at this point, this petty bullshit and stupid shit is just tarnishing your brand. Nobody cares that you had to go somewhere else. Seriously, all the real fans out there, we understand you had to do what was best for your family, man. We get it. Like, like Cole said in the beginning of the show, I'm never going to hate anything or hate you for what you did. You don't owe anything to the Eagles as your employer. You weren't under contract. It is what it is. It's business. But just these tweets, man. I mean... Just tarnishing your brand, stupid, immature shit. I don't know. What are you guys thinking? Anybody take it? Yeah,
8: um, I'll take it first. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know that these tweets even happened. Um, Wow. I mean, that's surprising. I mean, I didn't even know. I mean, I think it's just Philly fans right now. I mean, I'm not mad at him because he took the money offer. Um, But at the same time, I mean, like, yeah, it it does suck that he's gone. But, I mean, it's – it technically like, yeah, was the money now yeah. offer.
0: I just want to clarify yeah. on that. Now, I get it. It yeah. was $17.2 million guaranteed in year three, which, do the math, okay, it was a $24 million deal. So that means that he has basically $3 million a year to split. $3 million is a lot of money, but, I mean, I get it. Do what was best for your family. Take the $8 million now and then maybe go to another team in a couple of years because that's the thing, too. The value is just going to keep going up. So if he keeps taking these one-year deals and performing – it's going to be a really good move. But if he gets injured next year, and I'm not saying that, you know, we hope for that or anything. I'm just saying if he does, it's re- that's where the one-year deals bite you because a team's probably not going to sign you after a one-year deal and you know, you're going to have to go find that's where the long-term really benefits you. So, I don't know. There's two sides to the coin, but yeah. I just thought it was really immature.
8: I also I also feel like with him um I mean, he goes from a team that was a Super Bowl contender. I mean, we went to the freaking Super Bowl. Um, But, yeah, I mean, then he goes to a team that's probably not going to – I mean, they – Playoff contender. That's it. They're a playoff contender. They are. Um, I think they're way – like, they're way better than people think they are. Um, I think – I actually like Dan Campbell a lot. I think he's a great coach, and honestly, he's great for that city. So, I think they have some potential. I mean, they got some great young players in, like, Hutchinson and uh, Jamison Williams. So, they they got some players. Like, they're trying to – and DeAndre Swift, who I think is amazing um, from – St. Joe's prep. He actually is alumni from there. But, yeah, I think, um, yeah, they got they got some players for sure. I mean, they really do. So, I think they got a bright future. And, I mean, I think CJ's confidence, uh, I mean, he's got a lot of confidence. We, we can see it right now. But, um, I mean, he brings that kind of confidence to Detroit. I mean, that's going to be – that's going to feed off the team. So, I mean, that's good for them. I mean, I'm just glad that he didn't go to, like, Dallas or, like, freaking New York or washington i mean that would have been way worse so i think people are kind of overreacting about this a little bit um and we we did get a saint safety recently but not cj though hey the Um, one
0: before went pretty
8: well too i'm just
0: saying we're two for two hoping to make it three for three malcolm jenkins
8: yeah i mean that's it's pretty crazy how he likes he likes those saints safeties i don't feel like this next safety that we got though is like that kind of cj or malcolm kind of player but um, I think honestly, it's more like a Jaquiske Tart or whatever, whatever that guy's name is pronounced. I'm, I'm sorry if he's watching. Jakwaski, uh, Jakwaski or whatever's. I'm sorry, um, but yeah, Tart. I mean, it's kind of like that thing. Like you don't, you think okay, he's gonna play, and then like they cut him right before let the season starts. So um, this guy could be fighting for a spot on the team. I feel like so, um, but we'll see what happens. I'll let somebody else talk though. I'll shut up.
7: Yeah, I mean. Um... I don't think he, um, he needed to say those tweets. I really don't. Um, I mean, he's just trying to get attention. He really is. Um, that's all. That's all it is. And, I mean, he. And then there was another tweet that he put out. Oh well, not a tweet. It's a quote. Actually, he said in his um, um, press conference saying that he thinks that the Lions are a little bit better of a team than the 2022 NFC Championship Eagles team. And, I mean, obviously that's not true. We all know that. Um, But he's just trying to get the fans to like him, and he's just trying to get attention. But I just don't think – that. I mean, that's – I feel like that right there is a switch-up. Like, if you see it on there, uh, he's saying switch-ups. Like, he's switching up too. I mean – Yeah. I don't think that the one-year $8 million was the best thing for his family, but in his eyes it was. Um, Now – yeah, I mean, the Eagles kind of lowballed him on an offer, but they gave him what they could give him. And cuz like they don't have a lot of money to spend. Yeah, I think he deserves a raise 100% because of the way he played, but one good season is not going to define a 45 million dollar contract over 4 years. Um so um that's just my opinion on it. Um I mean, he's a good player. Uh, I do, I will miss him on the Eagles, but, um, after this, like, like Dalton was saying, like if he gets hurt, he's going to have trouble looking for that long-term contract or even a one year from somebody. So, I and honestly, I don't think the Eagles will be interested in him next season. Mm-hmm. I mean, after next season, they're going to want somebody younger. You're they're gonna right. New assets, they're going to have eyes on somebody else. And, um, I think he's, he it was just a one-time kind of thing. It was a one-and-done for him as an Eagle. And, I mean, he was one of my favorites. He really was. I mean, I liked him as a player. I like seeing him in, uh, him in person playing. Um, he just fit the Philly scheme. And um, he fit the personality um, of Philadelphia itself. But all things, all things come to an end. Um, so... Uh, the Eagles, by by no means, they're not going to be a bad team next season. Like they're still going to be Super Bowl contenders, one hundred percent. They have the same offense, um, basically, and their defense is slightly declining. Um, well, I mean, they got rid of a lot of their assets, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, they're still going to be a good team. So I'm not really worried about it. And the Eagles were four and one without him playing. So well, without C.J. Gardner playing. When he was out those five weeks or something like that, so not really too worried about it.
6: Ash, um, obviously, I, I mean, I was definitely bummed that we didn't sign him, and I was really surprised that he did sign to a one-year deal, um, especially to the team that he went to. Um, I one of my very best friends is a huge Lions fan. I was actually the one that told him as well. Um, I texted him something to the effect of, "You have to be kidding me." Um, and he texts me back. Thank you for informing me. Um, he knew exactly
0: what
6: that. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, the tweets are what the tweets are. I think he made the decision that he felt was right. Um, I hope it works out for him. And I hope that ultimately this new safety that we signed is okay. Um, I'm a little nervous, not gonna lie. Um, it, it on paper it doesn't look too hot um it's a little little shaky um at least in my opinion i'm not feeling super confident um i definitely was feeling a lot better last wednesday when we were sitting in this exact location um but hopefully i am proven wrong (laughs) um come september but we shall see
2: yeah i'm just confused i mean we (laughs) offer a lot more money um and that tweet said you guys it was eight
0: million dollars a year so 24 divided by three is eight so it was the same average year salary it was just a longer term deal Was and 17.3 million guaranteed in year three
2: well i'm just confused because i mean no one i don't remember any of your family (laughs) is overrated um i just think twitter it should not be allowed for athletes because they just want to air their laundry out there get attention and you you know i don't know it's just annoying but I mean, I'm gonna miss him for sure. I mean, he led the the league with interceptions last season. He was a big asset to our team. Um, I mean, he's gonna be missed for sure. I hope he does well at the Lions. Um, but you know, moving on. Hopefully, this defense with Sean Desai at the helm can do something with what we just got you know, the past couple of days on defense. We'll see. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just confused with his decision. But whatever.
0: Let's talk about that for a second, Jack. Perfect transition. I mean, there's a ton of these players in the draft. I'll just go first because I know I can name all of them, and I don't know if everybody will be able to name them all. So up top, you guys know Jalen Carter. A lot of people are talking about Jalen Carter being the best overall prospect in this year's draft and somebody that the Eagles are looking to draft if he falls. I don't really know how I feel about that. There's very much a character issue I've heard that's coming into play. Um, Of course, I don't know the extent of it. I don't know the full story. But I don't really know how I feel about that. You know, that sounds like a big risk to me, and, and those are things that haven't really benefited us. I did see an article today on Bleeding Green Nation saying that uh, Mel Kipper thinks that the Eagles are going to take the Northwestern offensive lineman you guys see on your screen. Peter Skoranski. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Skorinsky, um Skoranski. Anyways.
8: Yeah, you, you no mispronounced kind of I'm, I'm fucking
0: going
2: two for two there.
8: Kipper. Kipper, like the dog from that little kids TV show or something.
2: That's Clifford. That's Clifford, but
8: <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a show called Kipper. Remember anyway, it? anyway. There shut is. up, KJ. K- shut there up. The freaking KJ. is. Shut up. Search Ball it up, man. dummy. <laughs> anyway,
0: uh, we're gonna change the channel from 302 Birds <laughs> Animal Planet back to our usual programming. And the point <laughs> is, <laughs> Howie, go out and get fucking B. John Robinson. <laughs> Um, I would love a replacement running back. I haven't shut up about it all year, but like now that Miles is officially gone and we kind of know what we have, bring in the fucking bell cow. You got him for four years, man. I mean, he's going to be on a rookie deal. If not, I think it's Will Anderson or Brian Branch, if not the safety from Penn State. I either want a safety, a linebacker safety hybrid, or I want really a running back. I'm not going to lie. I want a secondary player. I'm kind of out on the whole edge thing, and it sounds like a lot of the Eagles want edges. What do you guys think?
7: Yeah, um, yeah, I
2: mean, I mean, for edge. I don't think we draft a running back if Bijan Robinson's there after the 30th pick overall, then draft him. Um, but I'm not. I don't think we should draft him if he for the 10th overall pick or the 30th pick because
1: they flew him out re- this
0: week.
2: Yeah, granted, we got, uh, Kenny Gainwell, who's a really uh, reliable running back i I really want to see how uh Rashad Penner uh what's his name? Um
7: Rashad Penny. Guy, Rashad Penny. Yeah, Rashad
2: Penny does. Granted, he's been injured majority of last season. Um his stats are eh average. Um but I I, I, I say I'm I I say we and we still have uh Trey Sermon as well. Um so if And Robinson's there yeah, I mean yeah, Boston Scott's gonna be number three, I think. If B. John Robinson's there after the second round, then draft him. If not, then we get a uh, you know, offensive lineman. Um, honestly, a tight end. I actually not a fan, because of Uh, but some safety from I like safety from uh Penn State, um, and the guy from Illinois too. Um, but I, I just I don't think we waste a pick on B. John Robinson with the tenth overall pick or the thirtieth pick overall.
7: Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with that. Um, I feel like it would be cool to see him as an Eagle, 100%. I loved him watching him in college. Um, but, I mean, you already have four running backs. Um, and you can't – I mean, you already signed three to a, a deal. So, you, I mean, well, Kenny Gamble on his rookie contract, I believe. But still, you, you signed Boston Scott. You signed Rashad Penny. And Trey Sermon, I don't know his contract, really. I couldn't tell you. Um, but I mean, I would like to see it, but yeah. Um I don't think they're gonna go that route. I think with a tenth, they're gonna either take a safety or a linebacker. Um maybe maybe an offensive lineman, but um I I feel like you're you're pretty good at offensive line right now. Um you need to work on your defense. So that's why I think that um but yeah so it's gonna be interesting to see what they do but how he always has something up his sleeve you already know this he likes to fleece people um so it's uh it's a plan and uh i'll get it done
0: especially next year too it's boomer Bust super bowl year so it's it's time to go all in kj how are you going all in on this draft
8: yeah so I'm I'm not and I said this last week. I'm I'm not drafting a running back. No matter no matter if it's freaking Barry Sanders reincarnated, (laughs) uh, even though even though Barry Sanders is still alive, I I know you're still alive, Barry Sanders. Um all right, I'll say Walter Payton. Rest in peace, Walter Payton. Um, but yeah, even if that like here's the thing, you just do not draft a running back, and we've said this before, in like the first 10 picks, you just don't do it. Zeke Elliott, Ricky Williams. Mr. Weed Smoker. Um, yeah, that guy. And then, yeah, it's just like you can't do it Just don't do it. It's a risk. Um, you got to get a running back in, like, the second round. Or, you know what, you can get somebody in the late first round. Like, you can get Bijan probably in the late first round, hopefully. Um, like, that's what you do. But, yeah, you got to, honestly, I would like to see them get a defensive tackle because of the loss that we had with Javon Hargrave. Uh, we just lost Hargrave, which I think people are freaking out more about the C.J. Gardner Johnson move. But honestly, I think people should have been freaking out more about Hargrave because of how much of an as like aspect he was. I mean, like I, yeah, he was that much of a player for the Eagles. I mean, he was insane for us. Um, I think he led the team in like sacks or whatever, and he got snubbed for the Pro Bowl. Who cares about the Pro Bowl anyway? But, yeah, I think you need a defensive tackle. Um, I know we got Milton Williams, and we got um, we still have Fletch, and we got – I'm trying to think who else we still got. Um, Jordan Davis. Yeah, Davis. We still got – we got Davis, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know what, you got to pair another big guy with Davis. I mean, that would be savage. I mean, if we can have another big guy like Davis, I mean, that would be insane. So, I think, you know what, you oh. go after that position – or you go linebacker, too? I mean, I know you just got Moro from the Bears, but you know what? Get a linebacker. I know we haven't had the best of luck with linebackers, but – or you know what? Get safety. Get a safety because as well – I mean, we lost CJ, but at the same time, you know what? Get a safety. Maybe he's a ball hawk. Get the guy from Penn State or Illinois. So that's what I Here's do. the
2: thing. This is the last thing I'll say, then everyone else can go. We still got Derek Barnett.
8: Yeah, I was yeah that's true. People forget about him, yeah. People. He's a first-round pick. Broke Reggie White's record. I mean, yeah, so, so – He's no Reggie White, though. He's no Reggie Yeah, White. like,
7: for defensive end, uh, yeah. people were forgetting that he was out the whole season. He got hurt in what? Um, like, week the beginning, of, like, like I mean, the beginning of the beginning. No, he
8: got hurt, like, week one.
6: Okay, yeah. I don't even think he played uh, a yeah, game. He I, got think hurt week just,
7: one. I think it was just in, like, the preseason. I think he got injured. But um, yeah, I'm, I mean, he's coming back. They got uh, Josh Sweat there. Um, you got a lot of. Uh, well, I mean, uh, Hassan Reddick. I mean, he plays the edge. He plays, he plays everywhere. I mean, he's he's a ball hog. He knows that. Yeah. I mean, the only
2: issue with Derek Barnett is poundies, and I think we can. That's the biggest issue with him that I had. But I think watching the whole season, I think he'll be fine. Um, that's
0: all I got to say. Ashley. Hey, hey Jack. Um, real quick before, after you, I want to hit Ash. But real quick, Jack, I want to make sure we hit this before we get too late in the show. Time for everybody's favorite part of the show, 302 Trivia, with your host, Jack Dalton, the Mayor of Delaware. All
2: right, the leaderboard is here. Sean was on the show last week. Uh, we got KJ with two, uh, two dubs. We got Ash with two dubs. Dalton is making the leaderboard. He got one right last week.
8: He cheated Uh-oh, though. You cheated though.
2: Yeah,
8: that was. A hey, one. Cheater, you're win, freaking cheater! at my freaking freaking cheater, Tom Brady 2.0 cheater.
6: Okay, so how are we doing this? Are we putting our answers in the chat? How are we?
8: I think what we have to do is put
0: our answers in the chat before. I like Ash yeah. private chat so we don't give him away. Um, and you can't look. It's the gentleman's code. No. you Can't look. Hey, no. I swear to God, I swear to God, I don't have chat up. I'll literally, I'll literally text you my answer first, KJ. Right. Yeah, I'll Fair, do enough. First. Fair enough. So when are, enough, are we? Anyway, Jack, up. read out the question. Freaking weasel.
2: All right. I mean, it's it's in the ticker, but no. So I think I. Yeah. Well, we'll see. So we're the question about, we got is it, on October thirtieth, two thousand eighteen. The Eagles traded a 2019 third round pick, uh, Cody Barton, to the Detroit Lions in exchange for who? A, Zach Ertz, B, Golden Tate, C, Josh Adams, D, Darren Sproles. Again, the Eagles traded in for a 2019 overall pick, third round, uh, Cody Barton to the Detroit Lions in exchange for Zach Ertz, Golden Tate, Josh Adams, Darren Sproles i put
0: my answer in the chat kj it's already in the group chat i was the first one you can look
2: at the timestamp. i
6: swear to god because i'm live on instagram so i can't talk about
8: i was the first one that freaking chat the private chat i'm
6: sorry i had it ready no 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 you
8: told me you wanted me to text it first
0: remember so i didn't cheat kj so i'm saying i got you bro
8: no what the no we're supposed to do in the private chat so all right shut up
2: kj shut up we will get the answers after after this next whatever towards the, end
0: of the show so and let's just say I'm I'm, I'm I'm going up go but anyway out. ash what are you thinking
6: okay about um, the draft sorry about the draft here we go um yeah we we should not be signing a running back um under any circumstances we we don't need one a um and B, even if we we did, there were there are enough available that we could get relatively cheap. That I just I don't think we need one right now. Um, I think we on should the safety go for a train like me. What?
0: Are you on the Sorry. safety hype train like me, Ash? Or are you wanting a replacement safety or?
6: I mean, I'm definitely open to getting a replacement safety, either with like that 30th pick or potentially in the second round. Um, I would really like to get a linebacker, ideally. Um, but yeah, I'd definitely be open to getting a safety from uh, U of I. I'd be open to getting him. He seems really solid. Um, yeah, I just I we do we do not need um, a, a running back. Whatever we do, however, Howie is known for making surprises. Um, I have been really surprised with the last couple of weeks. So I really don't know what's going to happen with the draft. Um, the draft is, I think, going to be a surprise for all of us. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see. But definitely, we I, I would be hyped for to get on the safety train. I would be kind of excited just to kind of see what happens with that. Um, but yeah, I've kind kind of forgotten about Derek Barnett a little bit just because again, when you don't have him all season you kind of forget that he's there because again, we had to fill that hole so quickly. Um, but yeah, I'm curious to see how he fits back into that um, team as well.
0: So follow up question, as we as we bridge into our next topic, I mean, I know I'm putting you really on the spot here,
9: but yeah. um,
0: <sighs> I know you were texting me about it the other night and I could tell you were concerned for sure about the safety position, you were oh, yeah. very concerned. So, I mean, like, would you like, Mills is off the board now. So it's pretty much Taylor Rapp, Kevin Byard, and I think that that's it, right?
8: No, signed by somebody?
0: Yes, he did.
6: Yeah, he went back was, to the Pats. Yeah, they re-signed him today. What the heck? Oh, like they, oh my Just gosh. a couple hours ago. It like oh, did they, did
8: a, they did a stupid thing like the, like we did with Darius Slay. Well, not stupid. Correct. Thing, but like,
6: <laughs> yeah, correct. That's exactly what happened.
8: Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow.
0: <sighs> Billy Battlecheck. But, I mean, as far as the safety goes, Ash, I mean, would you like Taylor Rapp? Would you like Byard? I mean, a Tennessee player – worked out before
6: yeah i mean i think out of the two um yeah i think rap's gonna be the best option out of the two um but i don't necessarily love either option um yes i was very concerned um when all of that went down as i would yeah as i texted you um yeah i was i was with my boyfriend at the time and kind of like reality said it and i was like oh yeah this is this is not good uh yeah definitely read evans or it's not enough um, I don't think in that position safety is without CJ, it's not going to be enough. Um, that CJ was kind of like the reason why that, um, position was stable and it's not going to be now. So I think we just need to figure out, um, how to fill that hole. And I, I think honestly, the draft is going to be the best way to kind of figure out how to fill that gap in my opinion. Anybody it's john
0: what are you thinking
7: <laughs> um john paul yeah i mean um i don't i think uh, safety is a needed position reed blankenship is an underrated player 100% um <laughs> what I, what i really like about um reed blankenship is that um you know he's 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 a really good player like i mean he hits hard and he always makes sure to wrap him up not just hit off, hit him and then bounce off them. Um he hits and then he he like wraps him up. Um and that's that's the one thing I really like about him. And I mean he's yeah, he is a really underrated player. I don't know about Evans really that much. Like I never really uh, watched his film or anything, which um I will be doing more of. Um but yeah, no, I mean that is the needed position. Of course, what Ashley was saying, because CJ Garner Johnson is not with the Eagles anymore. But um, I think they'll be fine. I mean, if you go get a safety, um, and I think that's probably what they're going to take. Uh, like everybody's saying linebacker safety. Um, but, yeah, they're not going to take a corner anymore in, in the draft because they just signed that Greedy Williams, and um, I th- they're fine. They have Avante Maddox. They got Slayback. They got Bradbury back. So, like, they're fine at corners. Um they just need some safety work and uh, linebacker work. Um, and I wouldn't mind t- uh have them taking a defensive tackle either. But. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they
2: pretty
0: much I, took the I, words out of my mouth. Jack, you got anything to say?
2: Yeah, this is what I'm doing. I'm going in the draft. I'm going number 10 overall, safety, um, yep. if a good one's there. Number 30 overall, I'm, I'm taking, you know, linebacker or whatever. Personally, I don't think we need to sign any free agents <clears throat> for that safe position. Um, you know, Blankenship really filled in a big role when needed. He kind of was he was a rookie last year. He was tossed into the game and picked off Aaron Rodgers, which who's a who's a GOAT. Um and he fit in very well for just playing his first game midseason. Uh so I like like everyone said, I think he's underrated um taylor rap i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not for that at all because he's super inconsistent he gets burnt all the time um and i i just think we don't really need to get a free agent for the safe position i think we go with a draft pick draft safety ten overall um and then go from there
0: all right um kj what are your thoughts
8: Yeah, I think with the safety position, I mean, Reed Blankenship, I think he's a decent safety. I mean, as you guys said, he came up in the clutch moments. I honestly feel like he could be – I mean, if the Eagles really believe in him, maybe he could be like our – maybe like how the Vikings have Harrison Smith. Um, Maybe he could be that kind of guy. Hopefully, I mean, like a guy who could be a ball hawk, a guy who can kind of lead – be like a a captain kind of safety. He seems like he has control. So, I mean, for a rookie, he's already showing it. Um, so I mean, that would be nice to see if he can do that kind of those kind of things, those kind of aspects that Harrison Smith has. But um, but yeah, no, I think yeah, I don't think you need to get anybody else really. I mean, if you can get the guy from Tennessee, get him. I think he's kind of worth it. He's a good replacement for CJ Gardner-Johnson. So he's no CJ Garner Johnson, but you know what? He'll do his job. And I think, you know what? It's, it'll be the right move for the Eagles at that kind of, um, uh, yeah, for the Eagles. So I think, yeah, the safety position, I don't know if you do go draft one, I wouldn't mind it though. I would not mind us drafting one, um, with like, maybe the maybe not the 10th pick, but yeah, you know, if there's a good enough safety where we're like, oh my God, this guy could be like a, uh, a cam chancellor, or he could be like a. Um, he could be a – no, there's not going to be another guy like Brian Dawkins. We know that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just a guy like that who can kind of control the defense, I mean, that would be great.
0: Initial so, contract yeah. conversation starting to come out. This is our final yeah. topic of the night before we get into our, our last fun topic with Uncle Tony. I really appreciate your patience backstage. Um, KJ, talking about money. Yeah. Eagles about to extend our guy. It's funny. I was just thinking about how, mm-hmm. how much has changed because in May we were talking about is Jalen Hurts the guy. Got- we aren't even having that conversation anymore. We don't worry about the QB position. Yeah, we don't worry bad. about the wide receiver position at all. Yeah. Even running back, we're not really worried about it. Um, what I am worried about, figuring out how we are going to pay the second best QB in football right now. Because I yeah. think it's going to probably be $46 million a year. I mean, yeah. what are your thoughts on this quick, like 30 seconds?
8: So I think with Jalen, he's, he's way different than a guy who really wants the money like Lamar Jackson. Um, I think Jalen is really about the team. So if there is an offer where he does get offered less, I think he's going to take it. I just think he's that kind of guy. He seems like he just wants to get a Super Bowl. He seems like he wants to just be there for the team. He wants to be the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback. So honestly, I don't see him as a kind of like a selfish kind of um, money taking kind of player. I don't see him like that at all. Um, That's why the city loves him. I think because he just has that attitude and everything like that. So, yeah, I could see them honestly offering him something like 45 mil. And maybe if they offered a little bit less and maybe like if they offered 40 mil, I think, you know what, he'll still take it because he just is like an unselfish kind of player. And you know what, he'll do what's best for the team. So that's what I think about Hurts.
2: Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. I mean, this guy needs to get paid. Um, I think he's going to get paid. Uh, don't know when that's going to happen, but I agree. I think 45 mil is, is a good uh, – Price for him. Uh, this man is embodies the city of Philadelphia like no other. He controls that locker room like no other quarterback has. Uh, in my history of watching the Eagles, um, and everyone in the city loves him, respects him. And this guy's a very down to earth, respectful guy. Like I think he's gonna he's gonna take. I think forty five million is the right asking price uh, for for Jalen Hurts because this guy um, is, is is built differently for
0: sure. Sean.
7: Yeah, I mean, um, he definitely deserves the money um, after what he showed the world and all the haters, uh, really, that um, he's not just, um, oh, you know, a system quarterback. Um, you know, he's he's an all-around good player. Like, um, he has running ability. Um, he showed us that he could throw the ball accurately, very well, and deep. Um so, you know, um, and he's our, he's our franchise quarterback. Um, and it's like, we don't have any worry about it now. Um, like, you know, I don't have a doubt in my mind that he will be an Eagle for a while. Like he's going to be an Eagle for years to come. And, um, I'm excited because he's uh definitely top five quarterback in the NFL. Uh, so yeah, he deserves all the money that, uh, they're going to give him. um, the only thing is, like, I just don't understand how Daniel Jones could even get close to what his contract – I mean, it's going to be $5 million more, maybe $6 million more. But still, that's ridiculous that Daniel Jones even got that contract. Um, but, hey, uh, they had the money, so they did it. But, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, Jalen Hurts, yeah, Um I would, we were all thinking it in the beginning of the season, like, is he our guy? Um, and he obviously is. So
6: Yeah. Ash? Yeah. Um, obviously they're they're going to pay him. That's not even a question. Um, obviously Daniel Jones kind of screwed over the whole situation. Um Obviously, he kind of silenced everybody in the NFL that ever questioned whether he was like the QB for the Eagles or really even like a QB in general. Um, so obviously, he's going to get paid. And I think um, I'm, I'm just excited to see where he gets to go, ne- where he gets to take this franchise in general. Um, and I'm obviously it's going to kind of suck to pay him what we're going to have to pay him to keep him. Um, but I'm just excited to kind of see where he can take this franchise next.
0: Yeah, all good points, and, and that's pretty much all we got, Eagles. And before we get into our last topic, I will kick it to Jack for the answer. Time for everybody's favorite part of the show, 302 Trivia, with your host, Jack Dalton, the Mayor of Delaware.
2: Again, thanks, thanks, everyone. Thank you, Fancy Football Network, for that. Uh, the question we had was, in 2018, the Philadelphia Eagles traded a 2019 third-round pick, Cody Barton, to the Detroit Lions in exchange for... A. Zach Ertz. B. Golden Tate. C. Josh Adams. D. Darren Sproles. Uh, and the answer is B. Golden
0: Tate.
6: I think everybody got that one.
0: I think everybody okay. did get that one. So and, and, if we-
2: and I. This is what we're doing. This and this is my thing. This is what we're doing. You guys text me the answer directly, okay? okay. And then I will when we go over the answer i will say who what's what someone said okay rather yeah. than for the private chat everyone ever see it just text me directly and we can we can we can do it
0: that way okay and did any of the fans get it um I yeah yeah wonder... yeah i saw nate did nate got it okay so the fans are at 1.2 so the fans can put it in the chat and then everybody here will just text jack um but that updates fans to one go ahead jack announce it
2: so fans to one kj to three Sean to one Salt to two, Ash
0: to three. And at the end of season four, we'll try to do some kind of giveaway or some belt. Me and Jack will talk about that and figure that out. But, I mean, if a fan wins, that's where it gets really interesting. Um, would we ship them the belt? Would we trust a fan with the belt? <laughs> I don't know. But, anyways, moving on to our last and final topic of the night. I don't know why this image is taking a second to come up. But... Jack, why don't you tell everybody about what you, me, and KJ did tonight uh, while I get this queued up?
2: Yeah, like I said at the top of the show, uh, KJ, Dalt, and I went to South Philly. Uh, we went to Geno Steak. Um, our Uncle Tony, um, who works there, gave us a little tour of Geno's. Um, hey, there he is,
8: Uncle cheese. Tony. Yo,
9: yo, 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 what up? How you and guys are gave doing? Us,
2: gave us some uh, – He's a sticker, too. So, yeah. so yeah. I mean, Tony – from the bottom of our heart, I'm sure Don has. We appreciate you doing that for us. It's, it meant a lot to us, um, seeing how the operations of Geno's works. Appreciate it.
9: Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you guys came. Tony Stringoli. And, like
2: <laughs> and, and, Tony, Dalton is now a, a big Geno's fan now. I, I, I,
8: oh, wow. Um, he's still got his cheesesteak. It's probably cold, but he's still got, Oh, it. Never mind. OK.
0: Because I was wrong. I was wrong yeah. about Gino's, and I want to yeah. apologize before I get oh. ripped into. But look at this list. I updated it tonight. Shout out to Ash for updating me <laughs> with this graphic so I can look good for Uncle Tony coming on the show. That's a
9: great list, so you look, know, for the for the big names, the
0: originals. That's
9: great. Service, man.
0: The service, the hospitality, and the cleanliness. Those are the three words that I walk away with. And that, in yeah. all seriousness, not even one of the cleanest cheesesteak joints I've ever been in. The cleanest cheesesteak joint I've ever been in one of the cleanest restaurants yeah i repeat, oh, yeah. one of the cleanest restaurants i've ever been in ever Yo. um yeah, the yeah. Service I,
8: agree, I just went dude, to a restaurant there's a rat <laughs> the yeah.
0: all of yeah. it it was just top tier so my updated list real quick gino's number one tony yeah. that's only thanks to you so gino's can thank you for being an amazing employee and being able to get us to ride the gino's train because your service your attention to detail and just your hospitality of bringing me in with open arms is what really made us come back. Um, so we do want to thank you.
9: Welcome. Yeah. Tell us, uh, you know, how we do
0: it in South Philly. You Know what I mean? But what are you thinking of this updated list? I'll just let you read it. I got you guys at one, Delisandra's at two, Jim's at South Street. Always a family favorite for me. Tony Luke's at four, and then Claymont Steak Shop. That's one you got to try with us down in Delaware. Pretty good. I got to try.
9: Yeah, I got to try uh, Claymont. I tried it yet either. That's a really good list. I mean. um, it sucks what happened to gyms, you know, last year with the, the fire and everything. So I'm interested yeah. to see how they taste when they reopen really soon here. I think in the next few weeks or so, they're reopening. Oh, wow. Um, so who knows? The list might change again. But look, all all I'm seeing is Gina's at one. I'm happy.
0: <laughs> and you had your boy. Yeah. I just want to give him some credit, too. Jack backed you up the whole time. You, too.
9: Yeah, he really did. Jack's, Jack's a big fan, man.
2: Yeah, I mean from day one, Genos is always on number one. And like, like we said, it's it's just it's just whenever I'm in Philly with buddies, we always we always stop by. and it just it just is very uh, memorable. We have good memories there, so that's why yeah, it was, it's one of my favorite.
9: Yeah, it's unbeatable. And then you know, I mean I kinda ring it into people, you know what I mean? That's my thing. People love it. But at the end of the day I just like try to speak my truth, you know. Right. But I just get mad when people hate yeah, on and I think, the dumbest yeah. reasons. Like yes tourists come but what do you expect to a place that it was like Noah's ark you know if you build it they will come you know what i mean like and you know we're you got to do a shit there like there's this haters, guys. I mean, there's a the
8: hater there's a the hater
9: when i went to um there's a hater when i went to you know nashville i was a tourist right but do you like that word like i don't like the word tourist you know what i mean so
0: maybe uh, visitor
9: they, yeah, yeah. The you
0: know, negative connotation. I agree. It's like I don't know what I'm doing. I got my thumb up my ass, right? Yeah. Like see, I agree. see.
9: Here's how it starts, though. So like, you know, maybe one person out of ten thousand had a bad experience in Geno's, right? And then when all the hipsters came and took the city over, or at least that little section, it, you know, it goes whisper down the lane. Oh, Geno sucks. It's a tourist trap. Geno's uses the the worst meat. Geno's, their Geno's authority. But but but. And then here we go. Now, modern day, it's cool to hate on all the big name joints. You know what I mean? So I like to prove haters wrong. And I bet I back it up with facts. You
2: know? Yeah. And the, the amount of history that's on that wall that we were sitting at, like, oh, it's, it's awesome. insane.
9: No, like, it's unbelievable. And, you know, it's funny. Delsandro's my good buddy, Stefan, is from South Philly. He I went there. Yeah. He went, yeah, you met Stefan. Yeah. right. Yeah. He, went, he went to Delsandro's Del yesterday for the first time and he wasn't too pleased but i think he made a mistake he got american when you go to a lot of these big joints you got to get whiz because they're all known for whiz
5: yeah so that
9: i will give dalsandre's credit on when i had them a few years ago it was okay it wasn't the worst thing ever so i will give them some credit too and they are one of the originals yeah and um like i said i can't wait for jim's to you know see how they did with the rebuilt and um very loose is a classic and i definitely got to try the one you want me to try
7: for sure
8: yeah, it, I mean, I got it Tony a Tony Knicks now because they merged with Knicks. Yeah, yeah, right,
9: yeah, because, yeah. yeah. Tony Knicks. Well, actually, yeah, you know,
8: Tony my Uncle Tony Bowley owns that place now. Yeah, yeah, Uncle Tony Ah, yeah, yeah, that's
9: right. That's, that's right. right, that's right.
8: That makes some sense. Yeah. Well, what
0: are your, what's your favorite cheesesteak, Sean? Don't give us your top five, but what's your, what's your number one? Because we got to wrap this up in a minute, but what's yours? I saw you starting there.
7: Uh, Yeah, I mean, obviously I got to speak on this. I'm a big guy, so, you know, I eat a lot. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, But um, my favorite cheesesteak, I mean, Geno's is always a classic, 100%. Um, You can never go, like, see everybody saying Taurus, Taurus, Taurus. Yeah, I don't care. It's a good cheesesteak. They always are classic, and they're always good, made with love. That's why I love Geno's, because Geno's is good. But my number one is Angelo's
9: on South 6th Street. Yeah. yeah. Angelo's yeah, good. A good yeah, that's a good one. Angelo's a good one.
7: is a is a badass cheesesteak. It is, a good. It one. is. I'll,
9: I'll give Angelo's credit for the, the short amount of time they've been around. They've been kicking ass. I haven't tried them yet, so I got to pay them a visit. Maybe Angela's that's our good. first cheesesteak tour with Uncle Tony that KJ yes. and I will go yes. on. Yes. Yes. My days I off,
0: think so.
8: It's a days good, yeah, off. yeah, we'll text about it
0: after this. That sounds like and, a plan. And they have,
8: honestly, the best pizza in Philly. Best yeah. pizza well, in
9: Philly. Well, hold on, hold on. There's some yeah. great pizza shops. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Celebrities. That's that's iconic.
8: I got to try that. I got to try yeah, that. Yeah, it's right
9: there Chickies and Pete's, Packer Park. Um Okay. But, yeah, Angelo's, I give them credit. I haven't even tried them. I'm giving them credit, so you know they're good.
8: What's that
0: um,
9: new joint that opened up that everybody's talking about up in Bucks County? Bernardi Brothers? Oh, uh, yeah, it's with Godfather Meats and all those guys just tried it. That. that looks identical to Cafe Carmela's cheesesteak, so that looks good, too.
8: Yeah, we'll do now some tours, the, man. We'll do some now, food
9: tours. Now, let, let's say something about the tours, right now. Here, Angelo's is blowing up so quick, it's going to become the new tourist spot. You heard it here first. Pretty soon, you're going to see lines out of Angelo's, just like Gino's and Pat's. But does that mean they're bad? No, not at all.
8: Yeah, yeah. they're going to have to make there. their uh, they're got to make their restaurant bigger. Actually, they're going to have to make it like they're got to expand.
9: Yeah, well, days off. I have a couple of weeks coming up. We'll do like uh, food tours. We got to take it a little okay, bit. Yeah, We got to do that.
8: Go and on, I'll Michael, text you like,
9: about that, like where we
0: can coordinate some dates too because I can even take off or something, and so can Jack. We can coordinate it.
8: Uh, yeah, we go, Yeah. yeah, cool. yeah Fridays, Tony, are good. Fridays are good for me. Uncle Tony, we I appreciate you met,
7: uh, on Uncle the podcast. Tony,
8: so. Thank Uncle you. Tony, Thank we you. love you, Uncle. We love you. Thanks for we appreciate you. the
9: tour.
2: Love right love back. Love you. Great, and uh, can't wait to link up again.
8: Yeah. Love and, it, man. Love it.
2: I'll say one last time, Josh is no longer here for some time, but it's a outro, not an intro. Hit that outro.
9: I love my Uncle Tony. We, we love my Uncle Tony.